At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN Prime Time. Live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, here is Tim Murray. Hour two of VSIN Prime Time as we continue VSIN Super Week here in Las Vegas. This is VSIN Super. Oh, hello, Ryan. Appreciate the uh, little voiceover work there from Ryan. Uh, Mike Palm to my left. I am Tim Murray. It has been uh, an awesome week. Only going to get better. The who's who's that keep walking in our doors. Rich Gannon, followed by Ryan Harris, followed by Stanford Steve. Earlier today, I was down on Radio Row, talked to uh, Mike Golick Jr. So another Notre Dame guy, Mike, for us. So a lot going on. You're going on. You're our man on the street this week. Going and getting trying, all the yeah. interviews. Talking to the people, you know, being out and about. Still to come this hour, the one and only Carl Johnson. A little insight from behind the counter. What's he cooking for Super Bowl Sunday? We'll find out in just a little bit. But right now, my conversation with Mike Golick Jr. down at Radio Row. Here you go. Normally, it is uh, Wednesdays at 6.15 Eastern, but, you know, things are in flux here at the Super Bowl. But Mike Golick Jr., part of the Gojo and Golick show on DK Network, joining us here down on Radio Row. All right, man, first and foremost, you surviving the week so far. It's Thursday in Vegas. It's, you know, some people think it's two and a half is the over-under on days you could survive Vegas. Oh, and you should hammer the under every time. <laughs> I'm doing better than anyone who's spent like 100-plus hours in Las Vegas should ever feel at this point in time. I think the thing that's knocked me back on my heels so much this week is we do so much of this remote yeah. and seeing that you are, in fact, a giant <laughs> once we got out here to Las Vegas. It is stunning length on the set at V-CIN here from Tim. Yeah, that is true. I was uh, the, the two biggest discussion points are I can't believe Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is an underdog and oh my god how tall are you it's so, incredible yeah it is uh, sitting next to a former offensive lineman and uh, holding my own a little bit from a from a height standpoint athleticism eh, maybe not so much all right let's get into this game let's go offensive line first yep. um, who's got a better offensive line who I think overall Kansas City now certainly it, it, it's a 
both a battle of where your congregation of talent is in Kansas City. We know it's that interior of the offensive line. After the last time uh, we saw Patrick Mahomes really get walloped in a Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, they went out, they remade that entire group. Creed Humphrey has become one of the best centers in the NFL. Joe Tooney, who unfortunately yeah. I, we don't think is going I, to be playing I would in doubt this it, game. But yeah, we'll see. An all-pro at that position. Trey Smith, who they hit the jackpot on late in the draft because of some health concerns. That interior, when healthy, as good as there is in the NFL, they're fortunate to have great depth with Nick Allegretti, who stepped in in the AFC title game. Tackles where a bit of the concern comes in, right? Juwan Taylor's had some uh, false start issues this year. Donovan Smith went healthy. Still a guy that sometimes can struggle to stay in front of guys, but I, I look at them, it's almost the inverse than on the other side for the tackle situation in San Francisco, right. where you've got one of the best players in the NFL and Trent Williams at left tackle, a walk-in Hall of Famer. You look down the rest of that line, guys like Aaron Banks in the interior, they've got good, solid players. But Your guy, Aaron Banks, I Domer. Love a, we love a Domer in there getting after it, but it, it's always a lot of it falls on Colt McKivitz over at right tackle because you're usually not going to send your best rusher all the time over to the Trent Williams buzzsaw. And so Colton gets a lot of their best on a down-in, down-out basis. And I think for both teams, it's that challenge of, all right, you've got Kansas City's tackles a little bit more of the question mark against great edge rusher like Nick Bosa coming from San Francisco. Meanwhile, for the 49ers, the interior may be a little bit more of the question. And, of course, you've got Chris Jones right. knocking on the door from the other side. That's what I was going to get to. Mike Golick, Jr., hanging out with us here down on Radio Row. Chris Jones, you were a center in your playing days. Yeah. Oh, God. Trying to <laughs> block Chris Jones. Take us through the, the life of uh, what the 49ers are dealing with right now. So every once in a while you get up to the line and you, you know the call. You're waiting to see what the, you know, the defense looks like here with the linebackers are. And usually the center or the quarterback, whoever is in charge, is going to point out, hey, and set the protection. So we know which way. Usually the center sliding to help somebody. And every once in a while you hear the slide go the other way. You look across and you see a guy like Chris Jones. For me in college, I played against Aaron Donald, so this was the oblique <laughs> feeling when I would see that. And Whatever you look across. To Aaron Donald? You know what? I don't know if things worked out for that kid after that. He was all right that yeah. day. My biggest career highlight is still not ending up on his draft day highlight reel. That's good. It's the best hey, thing I ever did. Small things in life. But it, it really is that moment where you got to kind of tighten the chin strap a little bit. And there's not going to be that many instances in a game where they're going to allow Chris Jones to be single covered right. by anybody. My dad, who's calling the game, has talked about all week. Through this playoffs, he's been one of the most double-teamed players in football. But every once in a while, you're going to get into an obvious passing down, and you're not going to be able to avoid it. And so for those guys in that matchup, it's going to be, can I just hold on? Can I get in front of him long enough? If I get beat a little bit, can I get beat late? And edge, because he's a great player. He's going to get his eventually, and you have to know that going in. And so it's about mitigating disaster to the best of your ability. When you look at both these defensive lines, I think the, the headliners, obviously, Bosa for the 49ers, Jones for Chiefs. Carl Loftus has continued to elevate Man. his game. There's been a lot of questions. I'm a D.C. guy seeing Chase Young. Like, eh, how is he going to perform here? Who's the X factor outside of the obvious of Bosa and Jones? Who's the X factor, do you think, comes Sunday defensive line-wise? Uh, I, I, I think you mentioned it. George Karloftis has really flashed oh, throughout a lot of this season, but I think especially in the postseason. Certainly it helps, and we talk about this with rush tandems all the time, being opposite a guy like Chris Jones and how they move him all around the line does create advantageous matchups for George Karloftis, who's not going to face a lot of those same double teams, but he showed up in flashes in the run game. He's a guy that they can move in a little bit. They can put him on the edge, and for Steve Spagnola, he so prizes, I think at every level, Level of his defense, that multiplicity, that ability for guys to move around in a lot of different areas, present a lot of different looks. And so I think, you know, for them, it's always been that struggle, right? Going back to, you know, a, a guy like D4 when they brought in Frank Clark, it's always been trying to find that other guy to help out in that group. And when you pay Patrick Mahomes, 
and a lot of these other players. What you do, you've got to be able to hit on guys in the draft. And George Karloftis certainly seems like he's paying dividends for that. Mike Jones Jr. hanging with us, who uh, apparently uh, with his uh, insight on Jeff Halfley is now an insider in, uh, in Green Bay. That that. That clip just went all over the place. Big ups, cheeseheads, man. I had a great time when I went out to Green Bay. I'm counting on some free cheese curds and spotted cow the next time in town after the oh, kind words. Spotted cow, man. That's that's yeah. where it's at. Only in the state of Wisconsin, though. Can't get it anywhere else. Nope. So Exclusive. I'll just say, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Lambeau Field in a couple years. Take care of us. No big deal. All right. Uh, you're a noted Swifty. Sure. Um, her boyfriend, pretty good at what he does. Decent. Travis Kelsey, what do you expect from him? He is going to be, as you've talked about, I'm sure, on your show, the most popular prop bet of the week. Anytime touchdown, over under 70 and a half receiving yards, six and a half receptions. What do you expect from Travis Kelsey on Sunday? Yeah, I, I think I expect more. The anytime touchdown would be the most appealing one yep. to me just because he's been such a dynamic red zone threat. And we've seen it's not just, hey, in the early rounds like we saw where Buffalo's linebacker group was racked with injuries. The same with Miami, really. Yep. Those were bad matchups there. But as we've gone on, we saw great on great Kyle Hamilton, one of the best cover guys in the league in that slot big safety role there going against Roquan Smith. He excelled in those big moments. He's really hit the fountain of youth, but I still don't think there's going to be enough volume in the Chiefs passing attack. If the game script goes the way we expect, if the Chiefs are going to win, it's going to involve the ground game a lot, and it's going to be that relationship between Pat and Travis being able to be more timely and pointed rather than, I think, overwhelming with volume. What do you make? I've never asked you this. What do you make of Brock Purdy's game? Because yeah. he, if he was a third-round pick, Mike, I believe that it's a situation where, oh, it's just a, a third-round pick, you know, sure. no big deal. But because he's Mr. Irrelevant, he has that tag on him, yeah. that kind of continues to get lumped in on him. But you just look at the stats, he's been a top-ten quarterback this year. So what do you make of Brock Purdy's game? I, I think this has been a good week to kind of reset with Brock Purdy, where we can go and appreciate and say, all right, the guy shouldn't be here based on where he was drafted. Sure. He also finished last year injured, which I don't think gets talked about <laughs> nearly enough. He had this season coming off an injury to his throwing elbow in the NFC Championship game last year. And so I think with his game, obviously not the most physically toolsy player in the world, but delivers the ball on time and accurately here. We've seen can make more plays with his legs and certainly has late in the game. His fourth quarter numbers, his second half numbers, all really outpaced Jimmy Garoppolo, who's yep. the guy he's constantly compared to. And so I think for a quarterback, I'm always looking for what's the thing you can do to bail us out? He works well within the body of the offense. We know that's not a sexy top conversation topic, but I do believe his ability to buy time with his legs and make some of those throws yep. with confidence because of the environment he's come up with and his ability to also take off. And now the Kansas City Chiefs are going to know going into this, Brock Purdy, legs are a, real, legs are a threat. We saw it change the body yeah. of the game last week, and so I, I do think that X factor of him being able to do that enough at a high enough level to make it a threat does add that wrinkle to his game where maybe you can say a little bit more game changer than game manager since that's always the conversation. Whose system would you rather play in, Andy Reid or Kyle Shanahan? Oof, uh, I think it's an offensive lineman, Kyle Shanahan system, and both of them do a great job in helping out guys. I was an undersized guy, so I like teams that major in outside zone. Sure. You get a chance to wash the defense, get those guys running and uncomfortable, and that benefits you on passing downs. Then we see so much of their play action scheme is built off of wide zone looks. The defense is having to go out there and honor their game 
gap integrity and do all those things. And especially when you're going to play a defense like Kansas City that's going to throw so many looks at you, it's going to blitz you so much. I want to get them back on their toes all of a sudden. I don't want to let them dictate the terms. And between that, the heavy personnel that you get, the tight end usage, all of those things either help stymie rushers on the edge, make it a little bit more difficult for guys to get loose in the interior without getting caught up in the wash. And just overall, it does so much to help you, uh, especially for a guy like me that was undersized. All right, final 45 seconds. Mike Golick Jr. hanging with us. All right, prediction time. Who's winning? Total sits at 47 and a half, spread two in favor of the Niners. Winner, MVP. Uh, I went Chiefs 24-21, and I got Patrick Mahomes taking over the MVP. Keeping I, it simple. I, keeping it simple, uh, and it's one of those things where I started off jokingly after the conference championship weekend where I picked against Patrick Mahomes. I in that too. game, I picked against him against the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and I joked and I said, no matter what, I'm not going to let myself get talked out of this during the week. But I do think there's a lot of football reasons for this. And a lot of it goes back for me is the Chiefs figured out who they were when they got to the postseason. And I think the more and more we look at this combination of Mahomes and Andy Reid, the regular seasons are going to be a lot of them trying to figure out with each year and the new roster and the constraints around it what the identity looks like what they do best so that they can buckle down in the postseason. And now this year they've gone the all-important next step of saying, hey, we don't need to be the one seed. Yep. We can go on the road and do this. We can do it a different way. As long as we figure out who we are and what we do best, they've, managed, made, I think, tripled their use of multiple tight end sets, 12 and 13 personnel. And so I think because they're so sure of themselves and they got a quarterback that can just make the plays when called upon, even if it's not every down, I, I got to pick them in this one. Mike Golick Jr., Gojo and Golick, weekdays on DraftKings Network. More from Beeson Super Week after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you'll get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Once again, omahasteaks.com slash VS. I am alongside Mike Palm. I am Tim Murray. It is VSIN prime time. You're feeling it, feeling the buzz here in Las Vegas as we continue our coverage of VSIN Super Week from the city of Super Bowl 58. As mentioned, Mike Palm, Tim Murray. He couldn't make it out to Vegas this week, but you know him, you love him. It is the one and only Carl Johnson at Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter, head down to the Beau Rivage, say hello for us down in Biloxi, Mississippi. Carl, before we get to the important stuff, what are you cooking on Sunday? Yeah, look, so good to be with you guys. So, look, the Super Bowl is it's not uh, – uh, it's a four-and-a-half feeding hour feeding frenzy for me. I mean, it's – you know, it, you don't sit down and eat with this thing. This is a – this is a pacing up and down – I don't do any paper plates or anything like that. I, I want to grab a wing, walk around, uh, devour that thing, grab a slider, uh, you know, a sandwich. Uh, and, I, and there was no D in there. It's sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah. You know, I so I'm, I'm a finger food guy, and I will eat for four and a half hours for this game. Man. <laughs> I said we got to get Jack Jack on to see what he's cooking up special for Super Bowl weekend. All right, Carl, tell us what the action's been like. Where are the Sharps putting their money for the Super Bowl? Yeah, so, uh, look, uh, it's very interesting down here, Mike. Uh, so, I mean, we've got some some liability with San Francisco. Kansas City is our best-case scenario. Uh, right now we're taking – all small Kansas City wagers. So I, I think what's going on with us is we got some people that's hedging their their San Francisco Super Bowl wagers. Uh, we haven't seen anything real big come in yet. Uh, our line sits exactly where we opened it at. We're at two and forty-seven and a half. Uh, so we're expecting to see some some late Kansas. I mean, some some late San Francisco bigger bigger action come in. Um, that's what we're expecting. You know, Carl, from from the years that you've been doing it, Mike, you can chime in as well from from the years at Circa. Majority of the public, have they even thought about betting this game yet? When are they getting to the window? Is it Saturday? Is it Friday? Is it Sunday morning? What do you expect? When do you expect the public to show up in bulk? Yeah, we're, you know, we're a lot, you know, the 12 years that I spent at Mirage uh, in, in Vegas, you know, we would get that wave that would start coming in on, on Thursday nights. We're, we're very much the same down here. So it you can feel it in the air out there tonight. It's starting to ramp up. Uh, a lot of recreational play, like I said, all over the Chiefs. Um, small stuff right now. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, you, you know, right now is when we're starting to ramp up a little bit, uh, Tim. So, Carl, we got the, the Super Bowl in our backyard this year, but you're going to have it in New Orleans again, again next year. How will that affect the handle for the Beau Rivage having the Super Bowl in New Orleans? 
Yeah, you know, I think it'll. I think our handle will be better uh, because of that, uh, just because of the people that will be passing through these states, uh, of the state of Mississippi, to get to New Orleans. I mean, we're within, you know, uh, three or four states, uh, an hour and a half, two-hour drive. So we got a lot of people that pass through here. They'll spend the night. Uh, they'll make their wagers, go on to the game. So yeah, it'll be big for us, as that as I can imagine. It's you know it's probably just absolutely crazy out there with you guys. You know, Carl, you mentioned that you would prefer the Chiefs. The book would prefer the Chiefs to win. Is that based off of what you anticipate the sharp action to be, or is that because of the futures liability baked in with the game itself? Yeah, it's it's all related to the futures liability, Tim. Uh, you know, that's uh, like I said, we haven't had nothing big come over the counter yet. You know, nothing extravagant. I mean, we've had some pretty nice wagers, but nothing to, to write home about like we I think we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, it's all based off of uh, the futures, you know. So uh, it, it's not often we get to pull for Kansas City. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I think, you know, to go back and answer your question a little bit, a little few minutes ago, I think the public is 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 tossing this one up. I think I think some people are scared to bet this game. They're scared to bet. They want to bet San Francisco, but they're scared to bet against Patrick uh, Mahomes from what he did in Buffalo and what he did to the Ravens. So I, I, I think they're just tossing it up right now. Carl, one of the great things about being a bookmaker, being on your side of the counter in Super Bowl, we're coming up with all these prop, prop books, hundreds of bets, and then watching how the public bets them. I think that's interesting. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what you were surprised by. I'll tell you for us, because I haven't got a chance to mention it yet. The player with the most prop bets by volume of bets is not Travis Kelsey. It's Juszczyk. And they're betting Juszczyk <laughs> over rushing yards, over receptions, to score a touchdown. Remember, he scored a touchdown against the Chiefs. So it's really surprising to me. But people, they focus on, like, the more uh, rare props, right? The more obscure ones, like, well... More than two and a half people attempt to pass. Will will someone complete a pass to themselves? Will an offensive lineman score a touchdown? What have you seen so far in these two weeks leading up to the game, Carl? Yeah, I, look, I agree with you on that too. And he, we got him what a thirty to one for the first touchdown score. That's pretty good. Uh, so I mean, what what we're typically bet, and this year is no different. Uh, you know, obviously the coin toss. There, you know, everybody's betting a ticket on that. Uh, the three consecutive scores is very popular, but I'll tell you, looking at our sheet, and you can say what you want, you guys are going to call me crazy, but I like to look at the whole sheet and the, the most value with the game, with the way these teams have been playing NFL football, the fourth down conversion, the yes, is minus 360. That's a big number to lay, but I think there's a lot of value there. I think a fourth down conversion is going to be made in this game. And I'm, you know, I, I, I hate to say I'm going to lay 360 to do it because that's a big number, but uh, that's, that's where I see the value. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes you just, that like um, no safety, right? I know it bit a lot of people in the, the behind a couple of years ago with the, with the Broncos Seahawks game, but there's some value there, right? Because mathematically what it's usually minus, I don't know, six, seven hundred, right? But is it, you know, mathematically, probably it's it's advantageous to do that. 
But then the one time it happens, that's where you, you ultimately get bit in the rear end. And you have to deal with it emotionally. Yeah, people don't, people don't want to deal with the loser. They laid $8 on Right, it. yeah. They, they, want, yeah they, want, they want the plus price and all of that. So uh, you mentioned nothing really yet from a side perspective, Carl. Uh, Carl Johnson, of course, joining us here on VEASAN Primetime, race and sportsbook director down there at the Beau Rivage in Biloxi, Mississippi. What about total? I know public likes to play overs. You got a high-profile quarterback. Totals hung out at 47.5. You guys at Circa, Mike, have hit 48 just a, a couple times. Yeah. What do you expect? Anything of note from a total perspective? Yeah, they're, they're betting us the over. You know, that, that seems to be the only part of the game where they're not on their heels about. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna play us the over. We're gonna need the under in this one, you know, unless something drastically happens, which I doubt. But uh, yeah, just tip. Like we uh, hopefully we'll catch up with uh, Carl. A little a little frozen in there. They're busy down there. Busy at Devo Revival. Of course, yeah. it's a beautiful property. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't been. He's invited me. I gotta yeah. I gotta get my maybe next year. Maybe for the Super Bowl, oh. we go down there, hang out with Carl. I don't know how Where far away. From Shreveport, is it? I mean, you always go to Shreveport, don't you? That's true. <laughs> By always, once. Uh, I guess I, I should have thought. Carl, you back with us? Yeah, I'm All here, right, man. there he is. All right, uh, Carl, what do you got for yeah, us? Anything you, anything you like? What, what, do, what are you? you? You told us converting a fourth down. got to lay some juice there. So what What are you? I mean, I know you're a Swifty at heart. You've been some Kelsey props. What are you doing? Hey, so I got asked today. I did a I did a the news uh, segment on on our local news. I got asked today if we had any Swifty bets. We don't have any Swifty bets, but I have a Swifty guitar, autographed guitar that we're going to be giving away uh, for the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, it's pretty cool. I I took it out of the box yesterday and played it a little bit. Sounded horrible, but uh, <laughs> I had fun, and I can say that I did it. Uh, but look, uh, between me and you, um, look. Kansas City's the defending Super Bowl champions. Um, I've liked San Francisco. They've been number one on my power ranking all year. Uh, but you know what? They got to beat Kansas City. So uh, I'm, I'm on my heels about it, but uh, I'm not going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. People are scared. People are scared. They don't want to bet. I mean, he's Jordan. I loved Baltimore in the AFC Championship. I, did too. I would not put myself in front of Mahomes and Reed. I don't need to do that. I've seen him win too many times. <laughs> Bring it on, Patrick Mahomes. I'm coming after you. Carl, always appreciate it. Let us know with the, you get any of the inside information from behind the counter. We'll uh, we'll pass right, it along. Guys. Carl, Have appreciate it. Eat well Have this weekend, my friend. Eat well. I like that. He's going to eat all game long. I like that. I like that tactic. Carl Johnson, great stuff from behind the counter at the Bowl Ravage in Biloxi, Mississippi. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN's Super Bowl betting guide is out now. It can help you win big on the big game. This year's guide features in-depth team breakdown, Steve Mackinnon's Super Bowl simulation with player projections, plus favorite prop bets, picks, and best bets from VEASAN hosts and guests, including a legendary sports broadcaster, Brent Musburger, is betting the game. To get the guide and all that VEASAN has to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Mike Palm, I am Tim Murray. It is VEASAN primetime. We're live here in Las Vegas, the site of Super Bowl 58, as our coverage of VEASAN Super Week continues, and we've 
continue to have great guest after great guest and a good friend of mine, well-known across the country from his work at MLB Radio Net on the MLB Network on the radio side and on 106.7 The Fan in D.C., my guy Grant Paulson. What's up, Grant? It is so good to see you, Tim. It's great to be here, guys. How are you? Thank you. He is, uh, he's taking it all in, staying down the, down the way uh, at the D. So oh. you were... Were you the beat reporter for Washington when Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator? All four seasons, yeah. So 2010 to 2013, Mike Shanahan's the head coach. Kyle was the coordinator. You guys have seen the graphic now. Yep. Only about 100 times with all the other coaches on that staff. Mm -hmm. LaFleur and McVay and McDaniel and Raheem Morris were all on that staff. There was a, a really young kid that was the assistant linebackers coach who would get Brian Arakbo the then star linebacker, Sunflower Seeds, named Bobby Slowick. Uh, he's now become a hot commodity as well. So it was a hell of a staff to cover. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. But to think here we are now, this is his second crack at it as a head coach, third if you include Atlanta. Um, how much pressure do you think is on Kyle on Sunday to get this done? Well, I don't know that there should necessarily be pressure on him to get it done, but I certainly understand the question. I think the narrative about him and the discourse is, that he's come up small in these big spots, right? That he is the reason that the Falcons up 28-3 didn't win the Super Bowl. And the fact is, they're not there without him. Matt Ryan's the MVP, plays at the peak of his powers. He got them offensively to a level they hadn't been at. And under Dan Quinn, after he left, they were 24-29. and Dan Quinn just hired by Washington. Which we'll his get to. Final two-plus <laughs> seasons there, 7-9, 7-9, and 5 and he's fired post-Kyle Shanahan. So, you know... I, I don't necessarily view it the way other people do. I think that Atlanta got where they got to because Shanahan was there. Could he have mixed in one or two runs in that game? Sure. Matt Ryan could have not taken a sack. A tackle could have not gotten beaten. But that's what we do. Uh, there's no doubt, though, if they don't win this Super Bowl, despite the fact that they had a 10-point lead, Garoppolo misses a throw yep. the last time they played this Super Bowl matchup, uh, it's going to stack up there as the near misses, close but no cigar. And you start to get labeled as a guy who is exceptional as offensively, there's, there'll be questions, will he ever win the big one? I don't really view sports that way, but I know I'm not naive enough to think that that's not how a lot of people view it. I'll stay with the Shanahan theme here, Grant, and comparisons drawn to that last matchup in the Super Bowl with the 49ers and Chiefs, and drawn with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy. And the level, let's call it for lack of a better word, trust that Shanahan has in those two quarterbacks as a comparison. Do you think he is more comfortable asking Purdy to go out there and make plays to win this game than he was with Garoppolo? Unequivocally, yeah. <laughs> I think you see that in how he calls the games. I think you see that in how Purdy has made plays in this postseason. You know, it's interesting. If you look at his, and I'm talking about Brock Purdy's two postseason games so far and his negative play percentage via PFF, uh, it actually would be the worst of any quarterback in the NFL, minus 200 throws in the regular season. Purdy has not thrown the ball well at all in the playoffs, but he rushed for 50 yards and he came up huge to get them to this game in the NFC Championship win against Detroit. I think Shanahan, while most of us are watching these games and we're a little nervous going, the clock is striking midnight on Brock Purdy here. He's being exposed a little bit. I think Kyle Shanahan is ready to send him right back up. You know, he's very confident in the player. He's had opportunities the last couple of off-seasons you know, to not only go in different directions. This year, if he wanted to link up with a more proven passer, he could have done it. He doubled down on Purdy. I think he feels good about his ability to execute the offense. They're going to run the football with McCaffrey. 
They're going to run a lot of, you know, back of the formation kind of drift and those concepts where you run those in-breaking dig routes. And Purdy can layer the ball over linebackers pretty well. So I think he's a fit. It's, it's not like he's a great quarterback. He's the perfect fit. He's very solid. And the discourse has become either stinks or he's the MVP. And the truth is in the middle. I think it's a really good situation for Kyle, who's always wanted this. Look at the guys he liked and he's yeah. thrived Love with. Kirk Cousins. Kirk, mm -hmm. Jimmy G. He's not looking for a superstar. He basically wants someone who can decipher pre-snap which of the available options he's giving you is going to get open, make the throw, and, and Brock Purdy's been able to do that. Grant Paulson hanging with us here in studio. Grant and Danny is his show on 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. You can catch him nationally on MLB Network Radio as well. Um, Chase Young. Local guy to the D.C. area, drafted number two overall just a couple of years ago, traded at the deadline. What's kind of been your feel of, of Chase Young, and, and, and do you think he has an impact on Sunday for the Niners? I'll be surprised if he has much of an impact. It just You haven't seen that really since he got to San Francisco. Now, he has the skill set just physically. He was the number two overall pick by being a unique specimen. The, the size, the strength in one package that he presents – is abnormal it's unique and it's why he was viewed as this generational can't miss prospect coming out of ohio state his rookie year was really good in washington covering him in his first year he was the defensive rookie of the year he had seven and a half sacks tons of impact plays he has not been that guy though since coming back from a really serious acl injury and it wasn't just the acl so if you look at the numbers he got off to a really good start this year his first game back in denver he had a couple of sacks he did some good things in san francisco early but while the pressures at times have been there, sacks, you know, some of the counting stats haven't been. Um, there's viral clips of him taking a playoff or not hustling. You know, that's, that's fan fodder stuff. I think the 49ers knew what they were doing. They gave up a compensatory pick. They felt like they had it um, at, at their, you know, that was something they could give up at their disposal. And they wanted to get one more option to try to help unleash Nick Bosa, who was getting doubled and chipped. Right. And they've gotten that. But I think Chase Young, if he's going to help them, he's got to do better against the run. Look at the Niners against both Green Bay and Detroit. They've gotten crushed on outside zone. They've gotten crushed on runs to the edges, that pin and pull stuff, getting big bodies on little bodies. And teams have run at Chase Young. So I'm not necessarily surprised by that, seeing him in Washington. But it's a shame because it looked like he was on his way to something at the beginning of his career. Yeah, for sure. And it just hasn't happened at all. Kyle's done a great job of putting a lot of talent around Brock, right? Oh. And, and of course, from a betting perspective, all the different props that you could imagine, sure. betters have an opportunity to look at. If you were looking at all these weapons, at Ayuk and Juszczyk and McCaffrey and, and, and Debo uh, and Kittle, um, I, who do you think is going to have a standout game on the offensive side of the ball for the 49ers? So I, I was pretty heavy on Ayuk last mm -hmm. time out against Detroit. Matchup was great. I think it's the antithesis of that this time around. Chiefs corners are excellent against yep. number one wide receivers. So Ayuk, as good as he's been, kind of I cross him off the list. I think they're going to be really creative with Debo. Debo's the kind of player, Kyle, all the way back to his time in D.C. <clears throat> Heck, you go back to Houston or Atlanta, wherever he's been. He can turn faders up and down on his weapons that take a beating that are a little injury-prone like Debo. And I think that there's no next week. You're not really saving him. I think you're going to see... Debo at his best. They're going to line him up in the backfield. He's going to get carries. They're going to give him the ball on jet action. I like his over on a rushing prop. I think they're going to target him on screens. Now, I don't necessarily – he's got to break one so the yards are tough, but where you can get some catch props. Yep. I like him to, to get volume and targets. 
Um, but the guy for me in this game, because the Chiefs do such a good job on the outside, is actually going to be on the inside. I think Kittle, I think I saw three and a half catches. Um, I like that. I think he's going to catch probably four or five balls. And then I've been saying all week, Juwan Jennings gets forgotten. Yeah. And the, the, if you look at the Chiefs, they have taken elite wide receivers away. They have an exceptional secondary. But often down the depth chart, it's that receiver who comes in and gets a one-on-one matchup you know, in the nickel. Or, or you can move them around. Kyle will do that at a stack, bunch formations. Nobody better at getting receivers the look he wants. So it would be those two guys. It would be Kittle, Jennings kind of operating between the hash marks that I like. All right, real quickly, because I want to get your thoughts on Dan Quinn. Who wins? I think Kansas City wins. Yeah. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. And I, we talked about Purdy. Mm-hmm. If you're telling me, though, big spot, one of these guys has to carry his team, I'm not going to bet against Mahomes again. We only got a minute to go. Reaction from the fan base versus your reaction of Dan Quinn hiring. The fan base has been a little bit more pro Dan Quinn, I really? would say, mm-hmm. than I have been. Okay. Not initially, but since the, the hire, mm-hmm. when they were pretty disappointed. Yeah. Look, Dan Quinn did a 57-minute introductory presser. He was everybody's <laughs> best friend. Yeah. He might as well have walked out with his hat on backwards. <laughs> Everyone's high-fiving. They've done a pretty good job with their staff, too. Yeah. They've hired some big names. Brian Johnson joined yeah, the today. offense today. Cliff Kingsbury Eagles too. offensive coordinator. And he didn't do a great job calling plays for Philly last year. But he'll be helping the quarterbacks and you know operating as a non-coordinator. Uh, Kingsbury, obviously, on offense as well. So people are trending toward liking this. I'm not anti-Dan Quinn. It's just a pretty yeah. unexciting hire. And I view him as very Ron Rivera-ish, Ooh. who Washington just had for four years. But the good news, as a born and bred Washingtonian, Dan Snyder's gone. This is true. This is true. He's not coming back. <laughs> no, no, no. Bye-bye. Look over on our shoulder House is anymore. on for sale on River Road there. <laughs> Grant Paulson, 106.7 The Fan, his show, Grant and Danny. Co-founder of DraftKings, Jason Robbins, joins us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray on VSIN, the sports betting network. There's never been a better time to have skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook because right now we have a VSIN exclusive offer for new DraftKings customers. Earn $500 in a bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet. And that goes up to $2,500. Bet 5000 $2,500 in bonus bets. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. Once again, earn $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet right now up to $2,500. Alongside Mike Palm, I am Tim Murray. We are live here in Las Vegas, Nevada, the site, of course, of Super Bowl 58 is that we continue our VSIN Super Week coverage, and we have had some big-time guests stopping by the studio, and, well, none bigger than the co-founder and CEO of DraftKings, Jason Robbins, hanging with us here in studio. 26 states DraftKings Sportsbook is live in. So the question I would like to ask as a Nevada resident, mm-hmm. uh, we have a DraftKings headquarters in Las Vegas. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. What's the latest on the possibility of coming to the state of Nevada, Jason? Well, it's something we're, we're definitely working on and um, very interested in. So I'm hopeful we'll be able to make it happen soon. And, you know, obviously we have a lot of employees here. And um, I don't need to tell you, you know, you're sitting in Circus Sportsbook. Nevada is the original gambling capital of the U.S. And still, I think, you know, um, certainly a place that we view as extremely enter- important for entertainment and other purposes. And, Hopefully we'll be able to get uh, get the product live here. I know a lot of customers would appreciate that. Uh, the Super Bowl um, grants betters a tremendous opportunity with all these different prop bets, right? At different and creative ways to bet the game. You've been a leader in the market on offering that on every game. Speak to that philosophy about being able to offer such a large menu to your customers. Well, I think one of the cool things about the Super Bowl is the prop bets. Even the most casual fans get mm-hmm. into it because it's things like coin flip and Gatorade color. Even if you're not a huge sports fan, you can you can get behind. So I think it's one of the really cool things about it. And, um, you know, on the coin toss, great way to start off. I think it's uh, no juice on that one. So <laughs> nice way to just get everybody warmed up for the game. I always uh, throw a few bucks on tails. Um, we'll see this year. But, uh, you know, it's something that I think really makes the Super Bowl unique. It's not like you couldn't do some of those things there, but it just isn't It isn't a fit, especially something like the Gatorade color and everything. Right. You're not going to have a Gatorade bat at the end of every game. And um, Yeah, I love it. I hope we can do more and more. I know this year you can only do the National Anthem at in uh, Ontario, I believe, but uh, hopefully as time goes on, we'll be able to do more and more. Jason Robbins, co-founder of DraftKings, CEO of DK, joining us here in studio on VEASAN Primetime. So with that... How has the handle been so far with so many states to keep uh, track of? You know, I'm sure different states, Jason, are going high on on different props, over, under, whatever it may be. So how has the handle been so far, and how much more do you guys expect uh, before kickoff on Sunday? 
Well, I can't give exact numbers, but a lot of the volume comes in between now and Sunday, sure. as you might imagine. So, uh, you know, still a lot to come. Uh, so far, the money's on the Chiefs. I think, was it New Jersey? It's the only, New Jersey's the only one, uh, only state that's going Niners as of now. So I don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, I'm trying, it's not, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to wrap my brain. Why, I'm like, why Brock Purdy's that? not from New Jersey. I don't know. I'm trying to think why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> there's something there that we just haven't put our finger on yet. But other than that, you know, people have the money on the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, it should be a great game. I mean, it's a tight spread. So um, hopefully it'll make for a close game. Jason, you've had the opportunity, you've been fortunate enough to be able to attend many Super Bowls. Talk to, you, talk to us about how you feel this first Super Bowl in Las Vegas will go, and do you think that Las Vegas will become part of a normal rotation for Super Bowls? Oh, I definitely think Las Vegas yeah. will be part of the normal rotation going forward. I mean, you know, typically they stick to warm weather places, which I know is uh, maybe a weird thing to say when it's like 45 degrees outside <laughs> right now, but usually it's warmer here. And, um, you know, Vegas, it's an historic moment. I mean, yeah. would you have thought five, ten years ago that you'd be seeing a Super Bowl played in Las Vegas, um, let alone having a team here and other things? So it really shows you how much times have changed, how the leagues have really, you know, learned to uh, appreciate the importance of betting and how it engages the customers. And, I think it's really great. I think it's an historic moment to have a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Jason Robbins joining us here on uh, VEASAN Primetime, co-founder and CEO of DraftKings. Uh, pretty uh, pretty big addition to the DraftKings family just uh, what a couple days ago, LeBron James being a yeah. part of it. So what's the model behind some of the uh, athletes, some of the you know notable celebrities that, that DraftKings has gone after over the years? Well, I think LeBron, you know, really stands in a class of his own. The only person I got more messages on when we signed than him was Michael Jordan, and that says something. So um, I think LeBron is actually creeping up there. It's getting close. And he's somebody that, like, transcends basketball. Uh, it's, you know, not only is he an incredible player and has accomplished things that maybe nobody else will ever accomplish on the court, he's also a real, um, you know, cultural icon as well. Um, so we're thrilled to have him. He's going to do a lot of cool stuff for us. And, um, you know, I think it's just a great example of, of how we feel, you know, connecting with fans is a really critical priority. And um, I think he's somebody that, that really is going to do a great job of that because he's into it, too. He loves yeah. this stuff, which is also a big thing, having somebody that's excited about the product. Jason, we're really excited to have Dan Lebetard have his show at Stadium Swim yeah. this week. I wish it would be a little bit warmer, <laughs> as you referenced. Um, we all know you acquired VEASAN, DraftKings acquired VEASAN a couple of years ago. How important it is for a sports betting company to be able to create sports betting content in this space? Well, I think it's really an obvious match because, you know, it's the same customers. And the customers are going to go somewhere for the mm -hmm. content. And... Um, the customers who consume the content are going to go somewhere to bet. So you might as well put the two together. And I think we've hopefully, you feel the same way, done a nice job of keeping that separation of church and state and letting you guys do your thing and, um, you know, make the picks that you want to pick and all that sort of stuff. But also figured out, you just read one at the beginning, how to weave in cool promos mm -hmm. that are exclusive too. So I, I hopefully you feel the same way. We've done a nice balance of keeping the content pure, but then also figuring out how do we bring benefits to the customers that, otherwise wouldn't be possible without the VEASAN DraftKings combination. Jason Robbins hanging with us here in studio, co-founder and CEO of DraftKings. You know, I was in Chicago uh, last September. There, you know, right there as part of Wrigley Field, a DraftKings sportsbook, right? Uh, you know, the, what is behind 
the idea of, of finding unique places to put a DK Sportsbook. You, know, you think about this week down in Phoenix, the Waste Management Open, DraftKings Sportsbook there. So, Jason, what's kind of led to you guys finding these unique spots to put in some of your retail shops? You know, I think really it's just been about finding the right partners, the right locations, and then putting a great experience together. If you look at those two, and the Wrigley one isn't taking bets yet, but we're hopefully it will be soon. Um, but even if you just go in there and experience the games, it's really a cool setup. Um, team did a great job. Uh, and also, like I said, having great partners that have the same vision and that really care about quality and investing and doing it right. And, you know, I think we'll have to see over the long run how many and how uh, you know, where these things are, um, you know, we're still learning, we're still getting data. We just opened up, uh, each of these. And actually, as I mentioned, Wrigley isn't even taking bets yet. Right. So yeah. I think still early days, but, uh, everything we're seeing shows us that there's still, I mean, you're sitting in one right now. There's still a really cool element to having that physical experience and people, you know, maybe they play online a lot, but they still want sometimes to be able to go in and, and physically experience something, watch the games, be with their friends, eat good food, have a few beers. Um, and that's really what it's all about. And then I think if you take them also and you combine the fact that they're in sports locations, that's really cool too. So you can hop into Wrigley uh, anytime you want, or you can go after uh, or before uh, a Cubs game. Um, same thing at TPC, you can go play around or watch the Waste Management Open and then go hit up the sports book. And I think combining that experience is really cool too, which is something very different. Obviously, you get other things you can buy in a casino, but doing it at a sports venue is just a totally different thing, I think. I had the good fortune of being able to go to the Northwestern Iowa game at Wrigley Field, and we got to hang out at the DraftKings. It's incredible. You guys did a great job. We stress so much here at Circa the content management. Mm -hmm. I, I came back and took video and praised Derek how well your team did there with the content management. You do uh, a good job here too, but thank you. <laughs> Before we let you run, you know, it's funny because every, most Thursdays, Derek's running around very yeah. busy. Oh, I just uh, saw him. Yeah, there's, there's tons, of, tons of things to do, so we don't get to get him, but usually he's, he's always cheering for who the house needs. So, Jason, you said right now, every state except New Jersey right now is, is cheering for the 49ers, so are you going to be putting on a Niners hat? How, how are we looking at the house come Sunday? Well, we'll have to see. We're, I mean, it's still a lot of time still between a lot of now. Time. Yep. And so I don't know. But one of the things that's interesting, and it'll be, I'm not sure it'll play out, but we've seen this at least last Super Bowl. This is the case where the player props were much more impactful yeah. on the end outcome. So we were kind of last year, you know, rooting against the Jalen Hurts and Travis Kelsey touchdown <laughs> more than we were rooting for one side of the game. I expect it'll be the same thing here. Not that there won't be a side, you know, already money's on the Chiefs, but I think it'll actually really be more about, um, you know, backup tight ends are great if they're scoring defensive <laughs> scores, uh, all good. And then um, we don't have to sweat the game outcome. But in all seriousness, either way, honestly, I don't really root in those things because yeah. the only time I, I, I'll be honest, I ever do is at the very end of a quarter. But usually I don't because it all kind of... We kinda, got to run, Jason. Jason Robbins, CEO. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.